The president's budget always gets rewritten by the Congress, so it's important to consider it not as the last word, but as a starting point, a statement. But what a dramatic statement the first Trump budget is. Let's take a look at some of the winners and the losers. The big winners, the Department of Defense, the Pentagon gets a 10% increase. The Department of Homeland Security, border security is included here, up 7%. The president promised in the campaign to take care of the veterans. The Department of Veterans Affairs, up 6%. advocate where we talk about news and current events i'm your host mitchell hernandez and i'm also your host brandon condit our goal as the devil's advocate is to provoke thought by introducing viewpoints and information that isn't readily available in the mainstream media it's in truth a conversation where an independent and conservative like myself and an independent liberal like myself can share different points of view without the typical disdain for one another that we find all too often in politics and in the media. So with that, but let's get started. Losers if the president's budget were enacted as is. Environmental Protection Agency loses almost a third of its budget. The State Department, 29%. The Department of Labor, 21%. Agriculture, a lot of rural states carried by Trump get money from the Agriculture Department, 21%. The Army Corps of Engineers, down. You get the trend, look at these, down, down, down. Health and Human Services, Housing and Urban Development, Transportation, Education. Let's first off start by saying that we're shooting the show a little bit differently each week to kind of figure out the format that, that works Testing best. Testing the waters. Yeah, and uh, so when Mitch says what happened today, that's because now we're going to try shooting this um, in segments throughout the week. That right. way we can we can give you individual segments as the news happens throughout the week on Facebook and Twitter and and whatnot and then we will you can still expect the full podcast um, on on Monday mornings really typically we get it right. up late Sunday night so if you're up late Sunday night hey go for it early bird early bird <laughs> gets the worm right so I guess I should but, preface um, that by saying that it is Thursday uh, March 16th um, yeah and basically, yeah, I was just sitting at work, just having a fine old day, and all of a sudden I see, oh, Trump's dropping a budget. So basically the social media just went crazy with this immediately. We're doomed! We're doomed! Everything is screwed! <laughs> so a lot of liberals were pretty upset with it. Um, I took the time to kind of go through it a little bit. There's things that I like and there's things that I don't like. So I figured Agreed. we'd kind of – yeah, I figured we'd list kind of what, what it did. Um First, right off the bat, the thing that kind of stunned me was just how much the mandatory spending is of this budget. I mean, we're looking at 73% Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, and interest on the debt. And I didn't think it was that much of the budget by now. Like, so just right, right off I'm the bat, that was I'm the sure, first thing that I noticed. I'm sure that the interest is a good chunk of that. Um because I'd say like 10% probably. Uh, I would bet a little bit more, but we'll have to look into that just to just to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that was definitely an interesting one. Anyway, go ahead. So then moving on to discretionary <laughs> spending, which is defense and then everything else. So defense, we're looking at a uh, $54 billion increase. I'm a big defense guy. 
I loved it. I thought that was great, but we'll get into the details about that in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the border wall is going to cost at this point two. We're not paying a cent. We're not paying a cent for the border <laughs> wall. What are you talking Mexico about? Mexico is going to pay. See, it's It'll weird. It's weird how he is getting everything done that he said he was going to get done, but only fifty percent. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so we'll see that they're calling it a down payment on the wall. Uh, so that's that's in there. Uh, school choice is another one point four billion increase. But we'll get to that part also. Uh, but basically, there's a ton of government that took a hit. Uh, yeah. We're looking and the biggest one that and this is why liberals got very, very upset and not just liberals, also Democrats and, and you know, other independents and things like that. You're looking at a 31% decrease in the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA. Yeah, I saw that. Now, let's be honest. Republicans have been saying we're going to to get rid of the EPA for years and years and years. So I'm not surprised. Even Rick Perry forgot that he wanted to get rid of his new job. Oops. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Right. So that was the big one that, that stood out to me. Uh, and again, we're going to go into all of these here. Uh, the only increases in the budget are going to the Department of Veterans Affairs, so the VA. Nobody's going to have a problem with think, that. No, everyone's going to be yeah. fine with that. That That's great. Uh, Department of Homeland Security is plus seven. We can argue that one. I'm probably going to agree with you a little bit more that we probably didn't need it. Well, you got to get a it. really big magnifying glass to put all those brown people under. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, it's be, gonna huge. be huge. It's gonna burn. <laughs> so, and then Defense Department nine percent, which again I love. So going into it, um, we're gonna skip Agriculture and Commerce Department just because we're gonna try to keep this one uh, to about twenty five minutes if we can. We have a habit so, of not uh, doing that. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so basically, going into Defense. Uh, under the Trump administration budget, the Defense Department would get a 9% increase in di- uh, discretionary funding, only about a 3% more than what was spent last year. Uh, President Trump has cast it, he has cast it as a historic increase in defense spending. That's just common. That That's his way of every single thing is it's historic. It's the biggest. <laughs> it's the best. So it's a lie. Don't believe that anytime <laughs> so. you hear him say that. <laughs> right. I checked it, but only once on Wikipedia. <laughs> So, yeah, he's, he's not so... I heard Sean so Hannity say... <laughs> <laughs> he tossed me a football. So, basically what they're doing is they're increasing the size of the Army and the Marine Corps. Again, all for it. Uh, increasing the size of the ships in the Navy fleet. I almost joined the Navy, so hell yes, that is awesome. They're going to buy F-35 uh, Joint Strike fighters more rapidly. And they're going to increase spending to keep the Air Force combat planes ready to fly. So this is basically, I mean, this is a huge chunk mm-hmm. of the budget. And honestly, I don't have a bit of a problem with any of the spending that we're seeing. I um, think it's great. As far as defense goes? I... As far as defense, and what they're spending it on, the actual breakdown of expanding the military personnel, making sure that our planes are in working order, because if we're going to get into a war or do anything where we're going to need to do strikes. Well, if we're going to get you know, into Obama a war, we know who's going to get us there. Um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, wars happen. Wars are coming all the time. Especially so when you never stop predicting like I said, them. <laughs> That's right. Never stop predicting. So, But I think that the world is primed for war, and it, it's definitely not a bad idea. Uh, we see China now you know, building up their base. They're not supposed to be in uh, the disputed... 
China, Japan, Sea Territory. Well, we see that they're building a base right now. So they're obviously and, you know, doing things. And so is Russia, obviously, in, uh, in the right. Middle East. So it's not a bad idea to make sure that we're attack ready if, if it comes up. Well, right, because we're going to make it come up. So, God, you look like a wino when you, when you do that. I've for got two. For those of you listening on. I don't even have one. <laughs> for those of you. <laughs> that's a bad look. Oh, hey, it's better than beers. People on SoundCloud, people on SoundCloud won't understand that joke. <laughs> um, so, um, anyway, that, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, education department, what do you think? Well, let me get to it so we can go go to it. Uh, so the education department faces a 14% cut under the Trump uh, administration budget. This would downsize or eliminate grants, including teacher training, after-school programs, aid to low-income and minority uh, college students. The cuts would be coupled with a historic investment, 1.4 billion in charter schools, private schools, and other school choice initiatives. And here's right. It also it also cuts three point seven billion in grants for teacher training, after school, and summer programs. Said that. And huh? I said that bit. <laughs> did you say that bit? I think so. Well, I don't think you did. Um, <laughs> significantly reduces federal work study aid to college, increases charter school funding. You said all that. I did. Okay. Well. So then. here's here's my take on it. I know that we're that we're supposed to not like any type of education cuts or anything. But I think that we got to come at it um, with a sober mind, ironically. But <laughs> it's, I think we just need to be honest about our education system and realize it's not working. We have some of the worst public school systems in the first world country. We have some of the best college systems, private college systems in the country. People want to come so, to our colleges from all over the world. So explain so explain to the audience and then we can debate it. Mm-hmm. Um, school choice. What do you think? I, I anytime there's, there's choice, I don't think that's a bad thing. Now charter schools are hit or miss. Uh, I think that they have a some schools have a great success rate because every charter school is going to be a little bit different. It, it they don't follow these mandates from the you know the, there's not someone that's sitting around a bureaucrat telling this is the the thing that everyone has to do, like Common Core or something. So they have a little bit more freedom, and they can mm-hmm. tailor it to their own communities. And I think that's great if it works. Now, some charter schools have a very, very low rate of success. Some have a very high rate of success. But I think we can all agree that the public school system has a definitively low rate of success. Everyone is, is – our literacy rate continues to plummet. Our reading literacy continues to plummet. And these ki- kids continue to not do it, do what they need to do to be prepared for life. We don't teach the things so that, that we need to teach. Cutting from the education system will benefit them how? Uh, how will more money benefit? We have poured more money into the education system than almost any other country, and there has been no improvement. <laughs> So I don't see why we should continue to just pour more money but into you do it. See the, I'm not the, saying that cutting it is going to. I don't think cutting it's going to benefit. No, per it se, will probably. But if we, it if will we probably immensely swim, hurt it. Like, yeah, I'm sure. I wouldn't say uh, that. I well, only time will tell. But I would bet that if you take a bunch of money from the, no. uh, even, okay, so money is a resource, right? You have something that is already right. struggling. So if you take their resources mm-hmm. away, what do you think happens? 
Here's the problem, though. Resources can be misused. And we've already seen... I mean, liberals have this idea that if you just throw a shit ton of money at it, it fixes the problem. Be careful about assigning things to groups of people. Well, there's one type of people who typically want to throw more money into the education system, and it's liberals. Conservatives don't want to do that. So that's what I'm saying. Conservatives like to... (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest here, though. Like you liberals see, want to throw more money into public based education on, based on political ideology and religion and race. <laughs> so. <laughs> only politics, only politics. No, but so to me, it's just like this isn't working. Let's do something else. And whatever, and it, it is mostly liberals who are getting upset about this. And when they they cry foul and say, "No, we need to throw more money at it," well, why? It's not working. We've done that for year after year. Even under the Bush administration, that, when you had Laura Bush, who was all about, I don't oh, think we that no you child left behind. We just think need you to do more programs. need to throw more money at it. But I think that um, regulating where that money goes might be an answer. I don't think, I don't think taking resources... The government sucks at regulating any type of money. I mean, they are just... They're going to give you a $15 wage for no damn reason, and then you have to answer to three other people that they've made up their jobs who are also getting paid $15 an hour. And it, it's just – it's government is that, designed to waste money. That's typical. That's why we try that, to get, get it back Republican to the states. That's typical Republican fodder. Um, right, because that's my ideology. So with that, <laughs> like, that's yeah, what I that's, believe. That's BS. Yeah, I agree that – How is it BS? Well, show that, me one show, – Okay, show you one thing. I absolutely can if you give yeah. me time to actually not look at you on a computer screen. Um, I can actually show you <laughs> that. Ahead. It's easy in the moment to say, show me one thing right this second. Yeah, I will. Um, Do it. Tune in for segment two when I have some stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, because – and yeah, I, mean, I can you show had- you a million – I can show you a million examples of government waste. I agree with you that, like, they don't yeah, do yeah. – th- like, there's going to be issues everywhere. And guess what? That's not just that's not just true of the government. That's true of businesses. That's gr- true of every organization. Right. I get it. Like, so um, – but to just – So what are we getting for this money? Well – we have some of the worst schools in, I don't disagree. in the first. I don't disagree in, with you right now. So maybe – So switching to school choice seems like a viable option. Maybe try something new and see that, if it works. Like wouldn't I mean, that typically just hurt – how does school choice – so can anybody pick a school? Can the kid in Ferguson, Missouri just, just – Well, the I, yeah, the idea behind it is that you start funding these schools. So normally kind of like a private school. Yeah, so I went to a private school, yeah. and I know you did too, uh, when we were younger, and you had to pay money to go do that. And typically, the education is better. You have to deal with some religious shit. That's just yeah. kind of the way it is. Um, so charter schools are basically the private education without okay. the religion. And so basically, what it does is it gives them more funding, the schools more funding to accept more students. Um, and so that this way, and it, it is it is based somewhat on merit. So let's say that you have an inner city kid who is in a very like Ferguson or something like that, a poor part of town, and in St. Louis where we're from, and he's exceptionally bright. The problem with the public education system is they teach to the dumbest mm-hmm. kid in the class. So the people who are the smartest, they don't get the attention because they don't need the help. So the teacher's gonna spend, she's got 30 kids in the classroom, she's gonna spend all the time working on little Jimmy who's picking his asshole and then flicking it on little Susie. And little, little boy who's actually smart 
isn't going to get the time that he needs. So this would be able to give him an option. He passes the test, he gets inside, he gets the funding, and now he can go to a school of his choice. So okay, that's the so idea that's behind, the idea it. behind it. it. Like I said, that's there's the a hit or miss success it, rate. Have to, I get that there's – so the idea is we're going to put money – the government is going to put money towards that. The idea being that the school can now accept more right. people. Are they going to accept – is that is this is that kid that you just described going to still have to pay to get into that school? Uh, I don't less know. Less money, probably. It would probably be less money. Subsidies, I would assume it's supplemental. I, I don't think okay, it's a. F- so still, poor kids get hurt. Uh, not necessarily. I think that the thing, for, at least from my understanding of how it would work, it's merit based. So if you're a poor kid and you're stupid, it's not going to help you. But if you're a poor kid and you're smart, you're going to be able to get the funding that you need to go farther in life. But you also understand that, like inner city schools, get to, even when you and I left. Um, private schools right. after we were in, and we went into the public school system for I basically got older... kicked out so <laughs> okay I don't draw to... dick trees kids don't draw <laughs> dick trees they will I kick went you in, out I went into public school and um, I uh, shit um, <laughs> that sucks <laughs> that, that sucks that I lost it right there um, bummer the Fuck it. Move on. <laughs> that, that's the one time you'll get a fuck it out of me. Fuck um, it. Uh, be, whatever. Because I I lost my yeah. point because you started talking about dick trees. So Hey, man, <laughs> those dick trees will get you. But <laughs> trying to have a, a serious conversation and gutter mouth right. can't keep it PG at all, ever. <laughs> um, never. You'll never censor me. So basically – where I come from it is this isn't working. This sucks. We throw more money into this than any other country and we get zero results. And basically I, I come from the firm belief that education isn't for everybody. And I think that that's just true. I don't want to get rid of a public education for everyone, but I think we need to stop as a society. That, that was my point. And now that I've remembered it, there I'm going to say it. Well, then go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Take it up. So here's <laughs> lay the, it down. Here's the deal. When I went from private school to public school, I can tell you absolutely that there was a different in the a difference in the resources that I was allotted. The, the education right. system at private schools is definitely better because they are smaller schools. They do have um, a, they are because I mean when you got a kid or a class full of fifteen kids versus thirty kids, you're gonna have right. more time to spend with them. You've got but it's here's that known the thing. quality. But here's the thing: that kid in. Uh, those those dumb poor kids that you talked about, um, right? Also, they exist. It's not a weird thing to say no, that some no, kids are exist. dumb. Some kids are they, fucking dumb. Okay, they exist, but is it necessarily their fault? Because you and I both know from that just it, from private school to public school, there's a huge difference in the resources. From St. Charles right. County, White St. Louis, Serbia, to Ferguson, right. Missouri. Black suburban St. Louis, there's a huge difference right. in the in the sources allotted from exactly. the government. So exactly. if the so if their this, school system is shit anyway, it's not their fault that they're mm-hmm. stupid. They weren't afforded the opportunity. I, I wouldn't go that far. I think that if you go to private schools and you go to public schools, there's an equal ratio of dumb fuckers. There's just less kids in the private school classroom. So I think that a person who wants to learn and has the smart has the aptitude for knowledge is going to shine regardless of of what you do. Yeah, the now, problem this charter is school that thing the basically problem, does the best part the, where it, 
this per, that poor kid that you were talking about who has the shitty school now he doesn't have to go there now he has the option to get a a basically a subsidy to pay for his primary school uh instead of just you know oh you get a scholarship for a possibly college, possibly he's smart we enough. don't know that Possibly, but we don't know that. And if that subsidy only decreases tuition, then that kid is still screwed because right. he's from Ferguson, Missouri. He his right. you don't know his family situation, but let's let's assume that what we saw two years ago on CNN is the representation of the Ferguson that you and I are talking about right now. So a poor black community. This kid probably doesn't come from the best circumstances. No. His family probably doesn't have the money, even if they're if, even if it's subsidized. So that kid who should be going to that school based on merit is still screwed because of. Be, I think that you are downplaying. Not- I think you're downplaying his opportunity. You're assigning a a state of victimhood to him without even knowing him. And to me, that's, been that's to a Ferguson? dangerous road. I'm just saying that's a dangerous road to go down where you say, well, I mean, he's poor and he's black, so is it really his fault that he doesn't know anything? He doesn't so No, he doesn't have to be that's poor. Dangerous. No, he doesn't there have are to lots be, of poor, smart black kids out there he that doesn't can have, rise no, to the top. No, 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 he doesn't have to be poor and black, and that's not the, what I'm talking about strictly is Ferguson School District. That poor black kid in that, that district sucks. The, the poor black kid in Ferguson doesn't have the resources to be a smart kid. So he so well, that that's smart why we just kid, allocated all this money so that he can go to these places to get smart and and to be to, or get education you don't change how smart you are you right. just change your level of education to clear to yeah to clear up the the record there we're not calling yeah, right, right, right. Dumb, we're not calling <laughs> poor black kids you can't read Ferguson you dummy stupid Look, that's that's not the argument there at all no um but but i don't and I just, but I don't know that cutting funding then and removing more resources from something that's already hurt hurting is the right way to go either. I'm not saying that well, there's not right. Waste. Here's the I'm thing. just saying that I don't know that cutting education and and switching to charter school subsidies is the right way to go either. Well, I'm just saying, well, first off, we don't know because we haven't tried it. So we are going to try it now, and we'll see what happens if if we see a, an increase in literacy rates and whatnot. Uh, but I know that the public education system is basically broken. Um, and I don't see, and we're already seeing among many closing. other American systems, <laughs> right? Well, that's the thing. We just throw a bunch of money at it, and we go, "That fixes it, right?" Well, no, it doesn't. Um, and then recently, another big uh, controversy is uh, the literacy test for teachers. Uh, so they actually have, at least, I think it's in California, they decided to basically dumb down the literacy test to become a teacher because. Uh, minority groups were failing at a higher rate than white groups. So about 54% or so of Latino and black teacher applicants would fail it the first time around, whereas about uh, 38% of whites would fail it. And so instead of keeping the test the same, they wanted to dumb it down so that they would be able to pass it. Mm. To me, that's, that's part of the problem. We're, look, we're not looking at the big picture. And they said the reason they gave for this was because they said that la- uh, Latino and black teachers um, basically connected with the students 
better than the white stu- the white teachers, and so that was why they wanted more teachers like that. But you should probably be able to read and pass the literacy <laughs> test if you're going to be a teacher. Yeah, but so I mean, t- here's, the, here's the weird thing that we didn't realize when we were growing up, and hopefully your kids, well, hopefully with Mitch's language, your kids aren't listening to this anyway. Um, <laughs> but the... I keep it real, son. You keep it nasty sometimes. I keep it real, real. Um, <laughs> but, here, but here's the thing. Uh, they... Yeah, the you should be able to read. The thing that we didn't know when we were kids, <laughs> if you're a teacher, the thing that we didn't know when yes, the thing sir. that we didn't know when we were kids is that like because now we're teacher age and we have we know people who are teachers right. and those people right a bunch of our th- friends those people teachers. come home from work and sit down on their couch and smoke a bowl. And, and then they grade papers. There's a lot of grading right. papers. So, like, <laughs> who needs to read when, like, that's the standard of teach? No offense, people we know, but, like, it's just, it's kind of weird. If I had known in eighth grade that my right. teacher was going home and smoking a J, I probably would have been a way bigger smartass at All Saints schools. So that's all I'm saying. Um, I can't imagine the teachers at St. Patrick's at All Saints <laughs> doing that. Again, these are schools in St. <laughs> right. Louis, so if you're from the area, you're laughing. If you're not, like, what the <laughs> right. fuck? What the? <laughs> uh, but still, so I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I think that, I think that we should give it a go because I mean, this isn't working. And I think that in so much about America right now is we, we aren't honest with ourselves and saying this isn't working. Let's do something else. And I think that's a big part of why Donald Trump won is because he said, I'm willing to do it. I'm, well, I'm done with the politicians that are all talk and we don't actually change anything. That, I'm going to actually do it. Im- and then people are running around with their heads cut off well, going, I can't believe he did it. And that like, well, yeah, Russia. he said he was going to do it. So, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Russia. Russia. Um, it's all, all right. So, that, so, okay. I think so, that. We'll move on to that covers education. I think. I mean, there's always more to, to talk about it, but um, uh, the other big one is. Let's see here. You see one you wanna? I wanted get to into? get into Wick, um, and I don't know which part of that. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember which. Yeah, I saw it earlier. But basically, um, the, the deal there is from- that. That that they're that they're gonna cut what was it by it's like six four six point four uh, percent or something like that so it's not it's not a huge cut um, and that may not be the mm-hmm. number either it might be a little bit bigger than that I can't I can't find it right now um, but basically they're they're gonna cut WIC right and I have a problem with that I don't like that um, I think WIC is a very important I think WIC is a very I important do too. program I think that it typically is only used for Poor people, and and when you're talking about, uh, or it's primarily used for for you know right. poverty stricken. Usually younger families. people, I people who are that, younger, new right. parents. I, I used it. Very I used it all the time when I was 21, I, 22. Right. I think that it's very important for parents or for a mother who is carrying a child to be able to get the proper nutrition. And, like, let's be real. Wick doesn't give no, you, you get milk lot. and like, diapers and, like, Wick, that's you it. You get, like, milk and cheese. <laughs> yeah, th- that's pretty much it. But it's but it's enough to at least sustain somebody. And I it was a big deal. That, I it think was a big deal health, for me. Yeah. I, so I think that health is – that that really goes into – Yeah, I think to, that's a mistake. To somebody's health, and I and I think that should be protected. Yeah, I like think I cutting do, that is, is nothing I, I more than a mistake. Uh, I don't know exactly how much it's being cut by. 
I wish we could find it. There's just so much information here, but there's a big budget. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this so is the watered down version, so we're gonna get a bigger one once they yeah. start go- moving with it. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't like seeing that. Um, and now the idea behind it is that it's going to. They're trying to shift things. They're trying to basically. And I'm a Republican, so I believe in the Republic of the States. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say that. No. <laughs> So that's what I believe in. And so the I- Did anyone know that Mitch was a Republican? <laughs> the I- Tell me that somebody knew right. Mitch was a I Republican. I say it every time. So the idea is that it's being pushed off to the states. And this is just something the federal government doesn't need to pay for. We'll get the states to pay for it, and then they'll fund it in their own way. So they're coming from that. So whenever you hear, because that's the thing about these fear tactics that I'm hearing all over social media is, can you believe they're cutting this and cutting that? Well, the whole idea is to switch it over to the states. And to, to make a leaner, more efficient, smaller federal government and give the state governments more governance over their own people. And as a Republican, that's what I believe. I believe that's the right, right. way to go. Now, I still think the federal so government you, has a very important role to play. But th- So if you live in a douchebag state, you might want to move. You might want to um, move. I don't have the money to move. No. Oh, you're fucked. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Looking at you, Oklahoma. Oklahoma is going to become a running joke. So, sorry. Oklahoma's like, sorry. hey, what the fuck? What do we do? You're in Missouri, uh, goddammit. <laughs> right. Um, so, I'm, I'm definitely, like I said, I think we're in agreement there that more WIC is a good thing in, in those type of programs. Uh, so, I want to move to uh, State Department, uh, Treasury, International Program here. It says uh, the 29% uh, proposed cut to the State Department relocates economic and development aid to the countries of greatest strategic importance in the U.S. So they're trying to switch it. Instead of doing like a blanket type of uh, everyone gets this much, they're going to try to switch it to like, okay, this state's not doing so good. Uh, but basically what also falls into this is it's going to eliminate climate change preventive programs, including pledge payments to the U.N. climate change programs, reduces funding for U.N. peacekeepers, Reduces funding for development banks such as the World Bank, uh, which that freaks me out. World Bank makes me think of Westeros and those guys <laughs> pulling strings. I don't want to deal with that shit. And it's reduces- Jay-Z, man. Jay-Z runs the <laughs> Illuminati, I'm telling you. He's running it. So, obviously, a big thing that come Queen out Queen this- Bee, man. What do you think that means? Queen the Bee. The Beehive. Oh, um, Beehive. <laughs> there's no hive. There's no... Beyonce has there's no, no hive. hive. Um, so, but the big thing with this budget that has got liberals very upset is they are basically slashing anything that has to do with climate change. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't like that. I don't, and I do. I'm, I'm conflicted because I believe that climate change is real. I think that that's pretty evident. I yeah. think that it's hard to to disagree with with the science behind it. Now, I've also heard that that a lot of people that work there i know milo yiannopoulos has claimed that uh whenever wrong he was getting his wrong fake news when, <laughs> when he was getting his start that he worked for some sort of u.n thing and he watched people basically skew the data to make it look more dire than it was you know oh climate change is going to kill us in 10 years or this and that and i i'm I don't disbelieve it. I can see why it's a money-making business to believe in climate change. There's people who are who are at the UN that are really pushing it. I can see how they could make money off of it. So I don't doubt that people would be pushing it. I just also believe it's happening and that it's something that I also don't see the point in hurting ourselves economically. There was a report that came out um, 
before these these Paris conventions, and I don't remember if the Paris conventions have actually happened yet or if they were going to happen, but it basically came out and said that because China pollutes so much, that even if we decided to put all of these measures in place, it would basically hurt all of our uh, industry, and it would do nothing to bring down the net pollution and CO2 levels for right. the world. So I get it. We're supposed to not pollute, but why hurt our industry if China is, is just going off about it willy-nilly, unregulated, doing it? Now, they're, they're self-regulating now because everyone's fucking dying right. from smog. I don't know if you watched the Olympics <laughs> this time around. They were small. They couldn't even get on the beams. They were so, like, sickly and small because of all the Racist. smog and whatnot. Like, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a true story. <laughs> like... So, I mean, China's going to have to self-regulate, and then we'll see what happens. Let me also put out there, just but, just so that the audience knows, because I do that a lot, and that's kind of an inside joke that I've never explained, but liberals overuse racist. So I'm going to make fun of liberals for overusing racist. <laughs> <laughs> so typically, racist. typically that's a statement of sarcasm, not seriousness. <laughs> like, right. don't take me, don't I, take I, me I, literally, every take day me I seriously. Get it's really <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I'm pulling a Donald Trump here. Just take me as seriously as that. But yeah, so I mean, what do you think about the whole climate change and basically trying to get rid of all of the regulations and all of those things? I know they're big about trying to get rid of the regulations, and we're going to see that happen. I think that without a doubt, that is going to happen. I don't across. Uh, the- look, I I understand your point how it can be uh, turned into a money-making deal. I still think that climate change is, I think it's real. I agree with you there. I I don't like cutting programs that involve investigating that. And, and I also think that we should be preventing it. Like, I don't like it's, you think we should hold China hostage in a sense hold them economically hostage, say, we're going to start importing things unless you start coming to the table. Because right now, China's just running the goddamn show. And I know that they're going to start changing their their opinions on these things because they're dying. But, you know, yet- I think that I, I think that China does, when it comes to... Here's the thing. I've heard a thousand different statistics on China. And the deal is that, China. like, China, China started at a much higher level than us. If you look at what they've as far as emission decreases china has actually decreased at a quicker rate than the united states but they're still polluting over the last but they are still polluting more because they started at a higher higher place i think that it would be nice if china would actually jump on board with the rest of the world and try because i mean i think you have a point i think that when the rest of the world is trying to stop stop, trying to stop climate change and china's just over there like yeah but we're not (laughs) we're not yeah we're not gonna play we're not gonna play by these rules then i think that like it it kind of everybody else can try as hard as they want but right well, you're just hurting your it's own economy, really and then China do. just laughs because it just brings do the industry th- to China. Do I think, <laughs> they just, they do I think to that we should hold China hostage as the rest of the world? I'm not willing to make that statement. Really? So I, I'm definitely willing yeah. to make that statement. I think that someone has to stand up to China because they're just running the show. And, and Mitch is going to do it by himself. I am going to do it. I'm going to roll up my Come sleeves. On China. I'm going to go, what's up, China? I'm going to put my hand up. Bring your tanks on. <laughs> um, That's right, Tenement Square. Right. All right, so, so my thing's freaked out and screwed up so why don't you you go ahead and lead us into what we're increasing and then we'll we'll wrap this up real quick 
All right, cool. So um, we got a few increases. The first one I'm going to talk about because I'm you a know Nazi. me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I was going to go there. We're going to pay. We're going to pay two point six billion dollars for a border wall, an unnecessary border wall. That um, oh look, there's a little bit of fake news in there. No, it's bias, Mitch. <laughs> Learn your freaking definitions. No, nope, um, I'm going to fight you on that all the way. We're we're so we're going to. We're going to buy a border wall for $2.6 million to put up. Well, it's $2.6 billion. That's the down payment. That's important to remember is that this is just the down payment towards building the actual wall. And I know right now that they are they're getting a bunch of companies to basically bid on it, um, which I know there's a ton of companies that are willing to to do that so that they can be the one that, that gets the government contract because it's going to be lucrative. It's going to be at least 10 to $20 billion when it's all said and done. So you want to land that contract. You're going to lower your price or go how you need it to do. So it's a smart way to do it. I just, as I've said before, I don't think it's necessary. We haven't had an immigration problem from Mexico, a real substantial one, since 2008 before the recession. Right. It doesn't really make sense. Uh, and again, like I said, it, it, it changed because our economy was doing good and Mexico's economy was shit. Well, then our economy did shit. Mexico started doing good. So they went away. And so now if we put up a wall and then we start taxing them, it'll hurt their economy. So then they have to come back because our economy is doing good. It almost seems like it's a, you know, a self detrimental policy, unless you build the wall and then they can't come in and then they just lose. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think there's that too. I think with already, um, which we sh- we'll get into this later in the show. We'll, we'll maybe do this. Uh, maybe do this part in the third pit. Um, but I'll say that like already with the questionably inhumane practice that we've we've talked about starting of separating families that come in across the border. Um, right. Well, we can't. I think it's dangerous to think of it that way because yes, families are are going to be separated, but at a certain point, it's not our fault. I mean, the, the Mexican government has not taken care of the cartel problem. Right. So at some point, that has to fall on them. We do have laws. We do need to make right, sure but we if our laws, our laws. If our laws, again, we need to do a longer segment on this in a minute or in a few minutes. Um, but if our laws are active or changing to we are going to sell, uh, separate these families, then it's hard to say that's not our fault. Right. So, well, I don't think that that's the goal. Um, the goal but, is to get rid of the criminal the the violent criminals but already and my point though was that with statements like that already we've seen uh the, i mean the numbers are probably skewed as all statistics are but 40 percent right. drop in immigration from just a few months ago right. so you know like our already non-existent problem is even more non-existent now, now we're gonna spend 20 billion dollars on now we're going to spend $20 billion on a wall that Mexico was going to pay every cent for. Right. So I think it's unnecessary, I an, but... I have an issue with that one. I think now, it's one I will say, One I will say, and I think we'll just wrap up the segment right here, okay. the one spending increase that I do really like personally, and I think most people probably would, is the Department of Veterans Affairs. And there's not yeah. been a single person in politics who is who doesn't think or involved or thinks about politics doesn't think that the va well, has been left out in the dark I mean, you think um, that but apparently they don't fucking fix it they don't seem to want to do right. anything about it i mean they know that it's shit 
And then so the VA would be one of the f- few departments to see its budget grow um, by six percent to seventy-eight point nine billion. Uh, most of most of the increase would improve veterans' access to doctors and support services following a scandal in twenty. Uh, Following a scandal in 2014 over patient wait times, you right. remember that the guy there, ended was, up dying, there was a huge scandal waiting. about how long. Right, um, the money would also help. Yeah, it was. The money would also help fill some of the agency's more than 45,000 vacant medical positions. Veterans Choice, a program that gives these patients the option to see private doctors outside of the VA, outside of the VA system, would also expand. So I think all of that is good. Um, it's a voucher program. I, I, think, I hate it. <laughs> Right. What, what? Do they act like they like, ah. did something? Like, <laughs> look at ever all these veterans looking for a handout, right? right. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> like, I think it's very, very good that that they're that he's talking about this. I hope that it actually does something. I don't know if that increase of six point whatever percent yeah. is enough to actually see a huge change, but I hope that it's, it is because to, to me, it, it's got to be infrastructure change. I think that's going to be where it's going to come come down to is we we got we got to increase the infrastructure for the va because what was it they were still on rotary fucking like i can't remember what they said but they yeah. were looking at their files and it's not even in computers it's like a fucking yeah. 1975 yeah it's like nothing should doing? be on paper it's it's 2017 <laughs> like i don't even I buy dvds seen, anymore come on what I, are you doing? I haven't seen paper since like 2006 so um so right. The, the last thing I, I do want to touch on, just real quick, because we touched on it before uh, during Trump's speech. Um, in his speech, he brought up that he wanted to see more spending for uh, rehabilitation of drug addicts. Yeah. And it looks like this budget's actually allotting money aside to help rehabilitate drug addicts. And I, I was really impressed did you and see excited what, about did, that. Did it say what programs those would go into? It did not. Not not at least on the website that, that we were looking at. Okay. Um, um, and we'll we'll post a link into the description of this website because it is damn good. It, I mean, it breaks everything down it really uh, way is. more than we have time to talk about. It's a good it's – it's surprisingly, too, it's a Washington Post article, but they do, they do a really, really yep. good job. Give um, credit where it's due. Right. So – Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I would like to know where that money is going to go, but as we said before, like I'm never going to argue, argue that. I think that that is yeah. a very, very long overdue necessity. Right. Um, I think that instead of putting people into jail for drugs, it would be a That's lot the more helpful to, to rehabilitate them and really rehabilitate them, and so mm-hmm. I'm very interested in that aspect of it, and I do not have a single problem with spending money in in that way so do i um so i think that's good yeah and we're gonna have lots of time to talk about more of this budget when in a later date whenever more of it comes to light right the the real thing starts coming up but uh yeah i guess that uh yeah i I mean i think yeah i I, (laughs) no i don't i i think it's a pretty pretty good budget there's there's some things i like there's some things i don't but for the most part it's okay so i think we'll just wait and see how it goes and and yeah we can agree to leave it there sounds good
What I have here uh, is a copy of Donald Trump's tax returns. We have his federal tax return for one year for 2005. I believe this is the only set of the president's federal taxes that reporters have ever gotten a hold of. Uh, what we have are these two pages, front and back, from the same 1040 form that you might have filled out when you file your taxes. Um, and in terms of what's on here, let me give you the basics. Um, aside from the numbers being large, uh, these pages are straightforward. He paid uh, $38 million, looks like $38 million in taxes. All right, so that round obviously went a little bit long, so we'll go, yeah, ahead, and, uh, we'll go ahead and just call that the majority of the show. Um, we'll go <laughs> ahead and start the speed round now. And, of course, the other story in the news this week is Rachel Maddow and her tax paper discovery <laughs> yay and her horrible um, lead up into it for an hour and that a half. really that really backfired on them huh yeah so, it kind of did so what do you think man i mean so, you're the li you're you're the liberal here did were you satisfied with his tax return i don't really care about his 2005 tax returns um i don't think that anything first of all i think that when the um when the tax papers were first talked about like we weren't talking about Russia. We weren't talking about anything weird that we could potentially find in there. It was right. really just your typical, like, hey, presidential people do this, so you should do this too. <laughs> um, so I think now that it's gotten a little bit it's, – it's taken another turn. Um, there's, there's like a twist in the tax paper story where now – Today, liberals and Democrats will say that, well, we need to see the tax papers for, like, Russian tie purposes. Well, that's not why we originally wanted to see the tax papers. We just right. wanted just to see, see the tax papers. You know, business and all that type of stuff, and if there's any influence that we don't know about, uh, things like that. Right. So, um, so 2005 papers don't really satisfy me at all like i mean i'm not i'm glad that he paid 36.7 million in taxes like that's fine i think um, it was 38 is it 30 there's <laughs> conflicting reports i know that cnn got hung up on the extra 1.3 million um but oh, i'm he, sure they did but yeah um, that there was an adjustment i do remember that that there there was a some sort of adjustment because whoever was doing the numbers just rounded up and so they mm -hmm. had to kind of like readjust it. It was it was nominal. It wasn't like a huge, so you know, portion that, that went away or whatnot. So here's the thing. Um, I think that he. I mean, it's obvious that he paid taxes in 2005. So it's harder now to be like, well, why would he have paid in 2015? He clearly did in 2005, <laughs> but I bet he didn't in 2015. My thing now is right. I'd still like to see them. I'd like his his current his more recent tax papers just because i think that that's when well, i'm under audit i, <laughs> I can't do it yeah. when i'm under audit yes uh, <laughs> that's why like i i just i would like to see them and now with my interest in russian ties um and the left's interest in russian ties i would now that being said too he's a he's a really big businessman so just because right. he may have done some business in russia doesn't necessarily mean that anything nefarious happened right. there um so i don't know what they're i see that a lot too where they're like look at this where he, he there's an interview from 2001 where he says russia has a lot of great business interest <laughs> or something it's like well yeah he's a fucking business guy like like he didn't he planned it 15 years before and now he's president and he's going to give Russia it all to Russia Russia has beautiful models no I will buy them um, <laughs> it'll be great so you know I I don't know 
I, think, I would like to see them. I think it backfired but I think what she, uh, completely. Yeah, I think what she was trying to do didn't didn't work out too well. I think they 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 kind of did the whole Geraldo Rivera like, oh, guess what? Behind this wall, <laughs> there's a freaking can of juice. Like, there, there's nothing here. <laughs> we have Al Capone's secret right. tomb. And then it was like three hours of them finding nothing. Except he was like, well, we didn't. But Chicago, Chicago. At least with that, like, it was, they didn't know what was in there. Like, Rachel Maddow had time to review I just want these. to point out that everyone, what, everyone what, in our generation that doesn't know that story has no idea any of those <laughs> references that we just went through. So look up your history, right. kids. Um, right. To spell it out, Geraldo Rivera was like, I found Al Capone's secret vault. And then they found basically nothing. And it was on TV and it sucked. And then he sang Chicago. There you go. There's the cliff notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I think with with the Rachel Maddow thing, like I think what upset a lot of liberals that I was seeing uh, was this build up to it. Because I remember I was at work and I saw and I texted you or I talked to you on the phone or something. I was like, hey, by the way, you know, they said that Rachel Maddow was claiming to have right. his tax returns and everyone's freaking out about it. So, you know, and then I didn't even look at it and watch it. I didn't care. And then I got in the shower the next day, and I was looking on Facebook, and all, every conservative was doing a victory lap. And I was like, whoa, what right. the fuck happened? So I think what liberals, what they were upset about was that she did this long burn into it and, like, built it up like it was going to be this big damning thing. And then it ended up being two pages that basically said not only did he pay his taxes, but he paid a, a higher effective mm-hmm. rate than most of the 1%. Now, I get what she was trying to do. She was trying to point out that, one, obviously he doesn't make as much money, or at least in 2005, he didn't make as much money as he right. claims to be making. He also wrote off $100 million in losses, and then he also only paid the alternative minimum tax, which is something that he's trying to get rid of, or has expressed that he would like to get rid of. So that was right. their point. The problem is that, first off, people are going to skew it either way well, that they are. We live in that time now. so Well, and they delivered it so, so poorly that they didn't even get that point across if that was the point you were trying to make then the <laughs> stupid seven hours of build-up and then once her show started an, an additional 30 minute build-up to right. actually drop something and then drop it the wrong way so that it effectively did nothing to the point that you were trying to get out i also think too that we're pl- kind of playing uh monday morning quarterback and it's very easy <laughs> to say it's it's very easy to say now that um well, this is what she was trying to do. I don't know right. if she knew what she was trying to do. I think yeah, it, they, it looked like they think, got it, and they were like, just scrap the rest of the show. We're just going to do this, and we're going to have to make it and, into an hour. And that's what So, we're yeah. No, I agree with you. I think I think it backfired hugely. I don't think... Did I don't you watch think her show well, afterwards? No, I don't. <laughs> Here's I, the thing. I actually I, did. I had my cable limited because, you know, I have the internet. I don't need every cable. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to pay you, Charter. Looking at you, Charter, with your outrageous prices. Hey, um, I, I beg to go back to Charter. I got AT&T, so I wish I could get Charter. Well, that's good. We just saved a potential future sponsorship. Thanks, Mitch. Um, (laughs) So, but my thing, so I don't actually have MSNBC anymore because I figured if I'm, if I'm going to pick and choose, like I'll leave the circus off, offline. Um, No Fox News. So I, I didn't actually get to see it live. I I read about it and then I watched all the stuff afterwards on the internet. Um, So, but I mean, it was just, 
I'll, I'll say this, they man. Didn't, they I, didn't have anything, and I don't think they knew no. it before they started talking about the story that they had. Well, um, it got even worse. So, so I watched her show the, the next day, and it was, it was sad. Like, the only way I can describe it is sad. Like, she spent this whole time... Her show oh, is she, always sad. Yeah, but she must have asked probably 1,000 questions, and they were all that... Well, what does this mean? Could it possibly be that maybe in some realm this isn't exactly right? Did he release it? So she just kept playing like this, this stupid, you know, right. kind of like le- leading her viewers into like, well, maybe that is what we should be thinking about. No, it isn't. Like all <laughs> right. of that was bullshit. And, and it was just sad. Like she was grasping and she was like, well, what else happened in 2005? He got married to Melania Trump. And it's supposed to be that you claim as much taxes so that she can get her green card or something. So that's why he paid taxes this year. And I was like, Dude, all, you guys are you guys yeah, are grasping and it's reaching. It's all and, just a reach. So I, I don't yeah. Now, here's what I will say. I don't think in my mind, Donald Trump's tax papers have still not been released like it's fine that you you can look <laughs> at 2005 but that's never what six we were years talking or get about. the fuck out right we were never talking and when hillary clinton brought it up in the in during the campaign season and when the media talked about it in the campaign season nobody ever gave a shit what 2005 said so i'm not right. i'm not satisfied that we've seen anything more than 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 what we had seen before those papers came out. We've really seen nothing. Um, I don't really care, uh, and I don't, in in the sense that I don't think that it's the biggest deal whether I see it or not. I was coming from the – I talked to you multiple times where, you know, oh, doesn't it look shady that he's not giving his tax returns? And, yeah, it does. I always thought that he just didn't pay any taxes at all, and th- right. he very well could not have for the past five years or so. I don't mm-hmm. – that's personally what I believed this – sort of showed me wrong but right. again it's from 2005 but where so. but where republicans kind of won on this story is it's kind of it's hard now it's a it's much harder because you and i have talked about it extensively and we've always been under the impression that like ah he probably just didn't pay right and so let's move on to the next topic that we talk about on this but i think where republicans kind of scored the big win on it was the fact that now it's hard for you and i to go well, he probably didn't pay in the last five years. Well, the <laughs> only evidence we have shows that he do- he did pay. Right, so, and it was $36 you know, million, dollars, which would take – someone looked it up. It was like the average household income would have to work for like a 1,000 years to make a, even make that much money that he paid in taxes. Right, but that, that's, a dumb, that's a dumb statistic anyway because no, really, I mean, the average, he's, the, he's the average household doesn't make $150 million <laughs> in a year. Right, so, okay. but obviously our taxes um, are built upon everyone – throwing in their fair share and heave threw in you know this much more than the average person so it, it's important you don't want guys like him to leave and that's what france found out the hard way when they when i france want guys like him to leave yeah yeah that, that's where they went they went to russia who has a seven percent effective tax rate i believe that they did went to russia <laughs> went to <laughs> russia <laughs> and this can, is what vladimir Putin... that i don't know how to speak um go ahead <laughs> This is what Vladimir Putin did so brilliantly and why Russia was doing uh, so much better is that he came out and he said, guess what? We're just going to do flat 7% rate. I want everyone that I can get. Francois Hollande was elected into the French uh, presidency beating uh, Sarkozy. He was a socialist. And the first thing he wanted to do was raise the, the highest tax rate to 75%. Well, guess what? All the richest people in France did. They fucking left. <laughs> they went to, they went to Russia. Now Russia's getting seven percent of these billions and billions of dollars, and France is losing all of that money because they wanted seventy-five percent. Right. So, 
it makes a difference. The the tax witch hunt, I don't like. I don't like it so much because I don't want to push. It. We are a global economy. All the globalists love the fact that we're globally connected. They don't like the fact that people can go wherever they want. And people who have a ton of money are going to go to the lowest tax rate because why the fuck not? You effectively tax a conscience, which makes no fucking sense because everyone wants to pay zero in taxes. We all fucking don't like paying taxes. We all like driving on roads and whatnot. Donald we Trump still don't fucking like paying Donald taxes. Trump, Donald Trump just better hope that uh, France doesn't like install an asshole ban or something, and then he's stuck in America. So um, <laughs> uh, we'll see how, where they go with with all their elections and whatnot. Uh, the only one that are trying to ban them is England. England's trying to ban him from from coming and visiting. That makes but. that makes me appreciate the Queen more. Um, <laughs> well, she has no fucking power. So, but anyway, um, yeah. So I don't know. So that basically, that, I I think that bottom line, it was a good day for Donald Trump. It was a bad day for Rachel Maddow. No answers were really shown, other than we know that he does pay taxes at least at some point. And you're gonna have to try harder, liberals. Mm, <laughs> that right. wasn't a very good first effort. Yeah. So, so, so there's that one. Another topic we can just hit on for a couple minutes. I don't think we'll have too much to do with this. But Neil Gorsuch, you think he's gonna get confirmed? He he comes up this week. Um, if he doesn't get confirmed, then then it just shows how toxic it is. I mean, I can't remember what the agency is that rates the judges. Mm-hmm. He got a perfect rating. Like he is. There's absolutely zero reason to hold him up other than to play politics. And to be fair, the Republicans did it with uh, Barack Obama picked a, I can't remember the guy's name, but he picked a very middle oh, of the yeah, road. I can't remember his name. Yeah. You know, a, um, yeah. Please, pleasing to both sides, right. which kind of, you know, which is, you know, what I think you might want to do when you're doing the Supreme court. Um, All I'm going to say is, if, they just said, is no. if Neil Gorsuch does get successfully held up by the Democrats until this travel ban shows up, travel ban's dead. And it may be dead even if he gets there, but I think... If it stays in the Ninth District Court, I think it's dead. If it goes to the Supreme Court, I think there's a chance it'll pass. I think there's a chance. I think that, that it's sound. I, I think that the Ninth District Court is just biased I, and just I doesn't want to do their job because they don't like Trump. the Supreme Court is literally a 50-50 split on it like i know there's i know of even even with yeah. nine like even if gorsuch gets in i still think it's a 50 50 and i think that it could go either way because there are gonna be votes on that well, that on this specific topic don't necessarily follow ideological lines um right but i think that with the supreme court they're held to a higher standard with the one exception of ruth gator bader ginsburg who came out and was like fuck trump and she got in trouble for that because as a Supreme Court, you're not mm. supposed to do that. You're supposed to be 100 uh, percent unbiased. And the way that this is worded. Fake judge. Fake legal. judge. And, uh, <laughs> fake judge. I'm getting my sister in there. Fuck her. But <laughs> so I think that there is a heart if it gets. I know that the Ninth District Court is doing their own thing, but obviously they're a liberal court. And I think that they've. The courts have, have people that are coming out, and they're just playing against Trump. We've seen that because that's the only real power they have at this point. The Supreme Court has a higher standard, and I think that they will look at this bill, uh, this executive order, and say the way this is worded is not illegal in any way, shape, or form. He has the power to do this. Whether we like it or but not, now, we have an obligation to pass it. That's my personal thought, but, but I don't two, know. They could, they could just 2017, totally do something the else. The name of the game is intent. And if the if the Supreme Court decides to go down that <laughs> that road too and say, well, 
based on his dumbass remarks through the campaign, we have reason to believe that he legally banned Muslims, Giuliani. Looking at you, right. Giuliani. Um, it wasn't... Right. It, it wasn't his comments. It was Giuliani's comments, I thought. that He was like, the president came to me and said, let's fuck all the Muslims. And I said, yeehaw. Right. And, well, you know, bullshit. That's public that. record now. So, so that's not... Well, it's hearsay. It's definitely, you know... An, uh, I don't know. Giuliani was Giuliani seemed to be to sucking it. the dick of Donald Trump throughout the entire campaign. Ooh! Brandon just went explicit. <laughs> Notice how right. he disappeared um, after that one. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. Um... Anyway, I just figured we won't get – I think that's enough on the travel ban. It's like a fucking an 18-part series on yeah, this we'll, we'll, show. We'll um, see what happens with it. But, but again, I think that the Supreme Court would pass it. They could surprise me, but we'll see. And if they, they hold up Gorsuch, then, I mean, I don't think that the Democrats are going to be making a lot of friends. And I think that they – I don't even think they should try it. I think they should just immediately nuclear option, mm. get them in because it's bullshit. Why hold him up? Everyone agrees he's qualified. We need another Supreme Court. I know the Republicans did it, but fuck it. Go nuclear. Just get it done. Because why not? Well, we'll set, why you'll not. set the precedent. Anyway. So, I mean, it's already been set. So, like, but... That's, that's fine. You know, I just... Right. I mean, I hate this... I, I'm very passionate, obviously, about all of this, about government and whatnot. But, like, I hate that I feel like I'm, like, the only one left that's, like... Has anybody ever heard compromise? Like compromise, compromise, compromise. Like um, <laughs> I just feel like it's you're you're all right. in or you're all out, and that is a really unfortunate state that we've gotten to. So I don't know. I hope the nuclear right. option isn't necessary. Anyway, I'll let you go ahead and take the last topic. All right. So the last topic is going to be more of just a not so much politics, but more just current events, commentary, and things like that. Um, which basically was brought up because um, I wanted to touch on PC culture and this whole whitewashing thing going on right now with uh, Marvel. Does it involve so superheroes? People, oh, man. It sure does. So, <laughs> so for people who don't know, uh, Marvel just came out with another a new Netflix series based off of their comic, The Iron Fist. And in The Iron Fist, you follow a guy named Danny Rand, who was a rich boy from New York. His plane crashes in the Himalayas. His parents die. Monks take him in, and they train him in kung fu and martial arts, and he becomes the Iron Fist. And the Iron Fist is fucking dope. Punches people with his goddamn Iron Fist. Like Donald Trump. Or his chi. That's right. So then he comes back. And so about two weeks before this released, um, you know, all the reviewers got to see it. And they were giving, they were just decimating it in the reviews. They were giving it like, I think it had like a 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. And a big thing that what they were saying is how this character was whitewashed and we need to be upset because there's so many Asian actors that they could have chosen to play this part and all of this. Completely oblivious to the fact that this is a fucking white character. <laughs> and it doesn't, <laughs> like, I think my comment on there was like, if you guys are going to get upset that white characters are portrayed by white people, you're going to spend your whole life upset, man. Because you know this is how you know this is how the Ghostbusters turn female, right? Like that's, that's all I'm saying. This is exactly <laughs> how that happens. Um, I actually so, liked. I'm going to go on record. I liked the female Ghostbusters. I, I ooh, thought it was funny. not touching that. Not touching that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny the whole way through, but I didn't. I didn't actually watch it. So, so this becomes I, I don't know. right, but this has become a big thing now. Is that we we need to, and especially in Marvel comics, 
this is a huge fucking deal because Marvel has decided to do this new thing now for the past couple of years where they're taking every one of their major characters and gender swapping them and race swapping them. And I don't know why. Like Thor? Thor's a woman. Captain America? Well, that one actually, that one I was okay with. That made sense. Uh, the, the guy who plays the Falcon is now, Sam Wilson, is now Captain America. Uh, Iron Man is a young 15-year-old black girl. Um, let's let it. Spider-Man. Let's let the uh, the audience in on a little secret, real quick. We could probably run a comic book podcast. So if you didn't yeah. know, Mitch and I are <laughs> nerds, and so you're you're gonna seem like this is flowing all too easily. It is. Um, it is. So continue. Right. We didn't even have to do research on this. One. <laughs> right. But yeah. So it's a big thing. And then, of course, Marvel comics are plummeting because we don't like to see our our favorite characters just gender swap to to please pc culture right if you, our, you know this is this is j-law's from, fault right like if it wasn't for that <laughs> if it wasn't for the damn um catching fire shooting arrows whatever the hell <laughs> the name of these these right. are the hunger games well, um it, it's your what's it, upsetting it's your fault stupid mystique is not a good guy mystique <laughs> is not a good no, guy he's never been a good guy no, she's the she's the one. So it, it's irritating for me. Like, and then there are instances of whitewashing. Most uh, notably, the one that that got everyone upset. Blazing saddles. Blazing saddles. <laughs> <laughs> Where the white women at? Right. <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie, that movie's hilarious. Yeah, but it's all right. No, it was. Uh, there was a book. I think it was like Aloha or something. And in there it was a, you know, it was a Hawaiian girl. Well, they made a movie with it with Bradley Cooper and Emma Stone, and they cast Emma Stone to play the Hawaiian chick, and that didn't make any fucking sense because Emma Stone is not Hawaiian. Right. So they do it. You know, it's kind of like the Last Samurai Tom Cruise thing, even though it's supposed to be a story about a, a man who comes in. It looks like whitewashing. Right. So, but again, or, or but the again, other big one with like, Marvel. Stop being so goddamn sensitive, people. Like I, right. I, I'm not gonna. I don't even care about whitewashing. Woo. That's a statement. Who gives a shit? The the point of the thing is is that the the movie industry is an industry. You're going to pick people who are – if you're doing a a blockbuster temple movie, you're going to pick big actors. When China and Japan shoot a movie, guess what? I'm not like, no, you're playing an Australian, and you are (laughs) clearly not Australian. (laughs) So – Well, see, sometimes the market's getting the way because another big uh, controversy was with Marvel again. Whenever they cast Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One in Doctor Strange, because in the comics the Ancient One is an old Chinese man, or he's a no, he's a um, Tibetan man or something, and they they picked they tried to make her a little bit more androgynous. You know, she was bald, just like right. You know, so I got that. But the reason why they did that, so everyone got upset about that. And at first, I didn't really understand why they did it either. Once I saw the movie, I was like, "Total brilliant!" Tilda, Tilda Swinton did a great job. That was amazing. I don't even, I don't even care. So to me, it just has to be good actors. Uh, but the reason they did that was because obviously China's an asshole, dick fucker to <laughs> Tibet. They basically took them over and just get and inappropriate just for their, the sake of getting know? inappropriate. <laughs> that's how that's how I roll. If anyone's been listening, I'm sure they've caught on by right. now. But. But yeah, so and now China has become the second largest market for movies other than <laughs> the United States. 
So they strategically did that because they didn't want to piss off China because China still is like, you can't say anything bad about what we did to Tibet. And which is fucked. If anyone looks into that for a while there, I was all into the Buddhist shit and, and doing all that. And I was like, China's evil. Oh, my God. But and they, they really fucked him over. So that was the reason why they did that. And uh, the other one now is um, Scarlett Johansson with the ghost in the shell yeah. thing. Because like, oh, they cast a, a white person. First off, anyone who's complaining about anime. Anime is the most whitewashed thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, what do you think of when you think of anime? You think of massive eyes. I don't think I need to, to spoiler racist alert. alert. You think of racist Asian alert. Cultures, you don't think of massive <laughs> eyes. That's a physical attribute. Uh, you know, they have they have multi different colored hair and they all have white skin and massive eyes. That's like the least Asian thing you could think of. The only thing Asian about them is they speak Japanese. <laughs> so, uh, like. I'm sorry, but that's just the that's just the way it is. So I don't get the whole whitewash thing when it comes to. I just think that, that almost I think anything. It, like like it, I think taking it from whitewashing to just the bigger picture, like the PC culture itself is the issue. Whether it whether we're talking about um, right. whitewashing something or not, like the PC culture has gone too far, and that's why. Hint, hint. Donald Trump is your fucking president. Is because people get too goddamn offended <laughs> by every single it's little thing. It's more important than people think I mean, it is. You can, you can, and I've said it before on on the show. You can call everyone that doesn't agree with you a racist and a bigot, but guess what? They're probably going to vote against you. Not every single person right. that doesn't agree with you deserves to be labeled or thrown into a group of people that is it's really unfair to throw them in do racists like donald trump yeah they do does I'm everybody sure that do. like donald yeah. trump is is everybody that likes donald trump a racist no they're not so right. i think that whether we're talking about whitewashing or whether we're talking like the the um the pc culture itself it is out of control yeah, and it's toxic and it needs to uh, i mean i think that's and people don't realize how much that actually influenced the election. Like, it was a big portion of it. Like, just because Absolutely. someone else is offended doesn't mean you have to stop it. Like, yeah, that's... like, people took people took deplorables seriously. Like, right. that, you know, that people were upset about that. And because right. they, because they've been called that. You, Mr. Hernandez, were called a racist <laughs> and a every Nazi single every single day online. That... That your name's Hernandez. Like these people don't <laughs> well, know you. That, that was the <laughs> like, one that upset me the most. Is because I'd be arguing, and they'd be you know there'd be a, a Mexican guy on there who's really upset with me. He's like, "You're a fucking traitor to your to your race and all that." I'm like, "Why do you think that we all have to think the same?" And it's the same for if you see a black guy come out and talk about, you know, oh, this is why I don't support Black Lives Matters because I don't think that blocking a fucking road does anything. Or whatever it is, and they go, oh, you're a traitor to your race, and you're not helping. Right. And we've had friends, too, that have said the same thing whenever it was like, yeah, I, I walked into a black guy. He said he wasn't voting for Obama. I was right. like, well, maybe he doesn't want to vote for Obama. Like, no, you can't do that. You have to. I'm like, right. No, you don't. <laughs> like, right. We don't like yeah. the thought police that come around and tell us you have to do this certain thing because we've decided it. And yep. it's the same thing when it comes to these movies and the comic books is there's an audience, especially for the movies, America, Asia or China more specifically. These yeah. are the audiences that we're tailoring these things and keep to because a, they're the ones who pay the money. And try to keep in mind that for every time this is the issue that we're talking about, whitewashing or sexism in movies or, you know, because Game of Thrones even got called um, 
sexist and and that that like they were they were showing women get, like this is medieval times this is accurate about how this like dragons right. aren't accurate that's fine but the <laughs> but the sex and the brothels and this stuff this is real right. stuff and so I think women that, did get raped they would just show up and people got raped and things horrible things happened I just think I built think into the story people should be really careful to get too offended by by stuff like this. this if i wish i mean just keep in mind that like there are people in the world with real problems that don't have <laughs> to worry about what disney princess is going to be the first lesbian princess like if that's your biggest right. issue then you, you're pretty good off um and but see i always get surprised also at, at the other side of it so i know there was a huge campaign to make elsa gay they were like no we're, we're boycotting you unless you make elsa gay because she don't need no man and all this shit and I thought that was stupid as fuck. But then I just watched Beauty and the Beast over the weekend. Fantastic film. Everyone should go see it. It was incredible. Yeah, um, I heard that. But there, there was a big deal that they made LaFoe gay. And they said he was openly gay. He never comes out and is like, hey, guys, I like fucking men. He never comes <laughs> out and says that. So we, but it's very obvious that he's, he's kind of a gay character. And so I was like, all right, well, that's, that's fine. And it works totally, totally well in the story. Yeah. Um, but then a bunch of these countries were like, well, we're banning the movie. And I was like, oh, okay, those guys are still out there. <laughs> like, there right. are people who are, who are stupid on the other side of it, too. Yeah. I think both sides are wrong. Like, I don't like when people say, you, as, a, as a narrative, and especially as someone who I do write stories and I do things, if someone came up to me and was like, you can't do that narrative because I've said so. Right. Go fuck yourself. Go write your own yep. stories. You know, or a country that, or other people for the LGBT movement that says you have to include a gay person in and, there. And to, Not everyone in the population is gay. My character doesn't have to be gay, you know? Right. And and I don't think that, it, like, I think it's reasonable to get offended by certain things. I don't want it to sound like you should never be offended because, right. look, people are people. They're going to be offended whether they should be or not. I think that, like, so here's a movie that I think I heard a rumor about this, and I don't know, and I really hope, I kind of hope it's true, and I kind of like, ooh, that's going to be controversial. <laughs> um, so, The Big Lebowski, right? Are you familiar with The Big Lebowski? I, you know, I've never seen it. Okay, well, you go do that as soon as we get done with this. <laughs> you, you watch <laughs> that tonight. I think I tried watching it, and like I wasn't into it and fell asleep, it and was, I just never watched it again. Absolutely my favorite movie ever. But I know, everyone the, talks about it. So, there's a character in there, um, the Jesus um and the jesus nobody fucks with the jesus so he it's about he, the dude no the dude okay i'm not going to explain this to you you go watch this movie the audience <laughs> is going to know the jesus um, cliff notes dude he's he's a pederast though that's the deal he is described <laughs> as a pederast fucking 13 year olds dude um so <laughs> here so here's the thing i hear i've heard rumors that they're going to make a prequel about the jesus so that prequel is going to involve him molesting kids because he's a pederast. Like, that could be controversial. That you can get offended yeah. about. I could see that. Um, I could see that being in poor taste. Right. Now, <laughs> so. I'm not saying get I, – I would wait until the movie comes out to get offended. I'm not going to get offended right. by the idea of the movie. They could do jokes. It could be all about how horrible he is right. and there's this big so, – you know, but you know, I could see I could see how that could go wrong. Um, so you know, I'm not saying don't be offended by anything. I'm just saying, people, listeners, world, be reasonable. Like, just be reasonable. Right. You don't have to get up in arms about everything. And um, moreover than not, be informed. If you're gonna spout hate on something, watch it, 
read it, listen to it, right. and figure out if what you're saying is just dumb as fuck. Because the problem with that is it's the clickbait headline syndrome where people look at the headline and it's the headline is deceptive where it's supposed to be like, why I think abortion should be forced and whatnot. And then people get upset and they don't read it and realize it's yep. satire and it goes into this whole thing. Yeah. So anyway, we could we could spend forever talking about comic books and where they're fucking up right now, looking at you, <laughs> right? But and one of these days, we're gonna have to get into a wrestling segment because I have a lot to say. Looking at you, Vince McMahon. Um, oh, oh. WrestleMania is coming up in two weeks, and I have things to talk about. So um, we're gonna get Donald Trump to come and shave your head, bro. Do- That's what Donald happening. Trump, the only president to have been stunned by by Stone Cold. So. Um, so in- right. anyway, um, but yeah, I think I think that's I think that's a good one for a good place to call it for the week. Alright guys, so here's the deal. Um, just wanted to jump real back in real quick. Um, let y'all kind of know what's going on. Um, we didn't do the normal closeout. So um, the thing is, we've been going through a lot of issues trying to get YouTube working. And we're trying to get the show up as quickly as we possibly can in, in sort of like a live sense. So what we'd like to do um, is we'd like to be dropping links I'm sorry, dropping segments, individual segments throughout the week as stories happen. Now, this week was a bad week to probably start with that because not a lot of stuff happened in the news, as you can tell by the shortened down show. Um, but here's the thing. What, we, what we'd like to do is we'd like to drop maybe, you know, a segment on a Wednesday night and on a Friday night. Of course, the whole show will still be released about Monday morning. We mentioned that last week. Um, there have been several hurdles that we've that we've had to jump through. Mitch and I are not engineers by any means, um, so trying to get the video and the audio all synced up has been kind of a crazy process. So we do we do acknowledge the fact that the show has sounded a little bit rough, rougher for the last couple of weeks than it had initially. Um, the good news is next week, Mitch and I will be back in the same room together, so the, the next show should sound a little bit smoother um, as far as audio goes. We're going to try to work on all of the um, video stuff in the meantime, probably a little bit qu- quieter than we have been in, in the past with updating it every every episode and, and then finding out that we're having these hurdles to jump through. So... Um, We'll get the video worked out. We'll get those kinks worked out, and then in the future, we will uh, we'll let you know, of course, when when we got that all under wraps. So, anyway, I think that about wraps up the episode for the week. Don't forget to leave us a like and subscribe for all our latest content. Um, links to the topics discussed are lift, listed below. Be sure to comment and let us know how wrong you think we are. We definitely will respond to you. Um, thanks for listening, and of course, we'll see you next week. And now we leave you with the alternative fact of the week. Um, When we showed this 2005 return to the White House to ask them if it's real, uh, we sent this over to the White House tonight, and the White House responded basically with, yep. Yep.